She turned from the fireplace, sucked in a breath, and screamed at the face before her. Jumping to the side, she nearly fell over the rocker. The man who had materialized as if by sorcery made no attempt to help her as she righted herself. She stared into his face, the left half of which had massive scarring. His blue eyes impaled her where she stood. Get out of my house. Her breath came in spasms. What? You heard me. I, you, this interview is over. Now get out. The rasp in his voice intensified with its volume. But I, I don't understand. I spoke with, you spoke with Leopold. He has lousy discernment when it comes to hiring employees. He actually thought you might work out. But look at you. Some nurse you are. Now for the last time, get out. She was unable to move. The shock of the moment and the desperateness of her situation held her in place. You startled me, sir. It's not your appearance, but your sudden presence that— Leopold! The older man, whom she had thought to be her prospective employer, patient, but was apparently the butler lackey, re-entered the study, looking ill at ease. Yes, Mr. Cochrane, he said soberly. His eyes still infiltrating hers, the disfigured man before her said— Show her the way out at once. Please, she pled. I apologize for my outburst. I swear to you, even if Gregory Peck himself appeared the way you did, I would have had the same reaction. You frightened me out of my skin. He turned and limped across the room, relying heavily on a cane, his left leg and arm near lifeless. Departing the study, he dispatched a stormy glance to his manservant. She was sure would unequivocally remind him of his duty. The gentleman who had been so kind to her, who she wished was the employer here and not a hireling, trudged to the desk and picked up her tote and pocketbook. Holding them out to her, he said, I am truly sorry, miss, 